Larry had a headache, as he often did. It was those all-night stints at the typewriter, along with his job and his boss, Fraggerty, yelling for him to fry the burgers faster, to dole them out lickety-split on mustard-covered sesame seed buns. Uh, Burgers and fries, typing paper and typewriter ribbons, the ribbons as gray and faded as the thirty-six years of his life. There really didn't seem to be any reason to keep on living. Another twenty to thirty years of this would be foolish. Then again, that seemed the only alternative. He was too cowardly to take his own life. Washing his face in the bathroom sink, Larry jerked a rough paper towel from the rack and dried off, looking at himself in the mirror. He was starting to look like all those hacks of writer mythology. The little guys who turned out the dreck copy, the ones with the blue-veined, alcoholic noses and eyes like volcanic eruptions. My God, he thought, I look forty easy, maybe even forty-five. You gonna stay in the can all day? A voice yelled through the door. It was Fraggerty, waiting to send him back to the grill and the burgers. The guy treated him like a bum. A sly smile formed on Larry's face as he thought, I am a bum. I've been through three marriages, sixteen jobs, eight typewriters. Oh, and all I got a show for are a dozen articles. All of them in obscure magazines that I'd have paid in copies of pennies. He wasn't even as good as the hack he looked like. The hack could at least point to a substantial body of work, direct or not. And I've been at this, God, twelve years. An article a year. Some average. Not even enough to pay back his typing supplies. He thought of his friend Mooney, or James T. Mooney, as he was known to his fans. Yearly, he wrote a bestseller, It was a bestseller before it hit the stands. And except for Mooney's first novel, The Goodbye Reel, a detective thriller, all of them had been dismal. In fact, dismal was too kind a word. What had gone wrong with his own career? He used to help Mooney with his plots. In fact, he helped him work out his problems on The Goodbye Reel, back when they had both been scrounging their livings and existing out of a suitcase. Then Mooney had moved to Houston, and a year later the goodbye reel had hit the stands like an atomic bomb, made record sales in hardback and paper, and gathered in a movie deal that boggled the imagination. Being honest with himself, Larry felt certain that he could say he was a far better writer than Mooney, more commercial even. So why had Mooney gathered the laurels while he bagged burgers and ended up in a dirty restroom contemplating the veins in his nose? It was almost too much to bear. He would have to kill a bestseller. Just one. That's all he'd ask. Just one. Tear the damn crapper out of there and sit on it behind the grill, Fraggerty called through the door. But get out here. We got customers lined up down the back. Larry doubted that, but he dried his hands, combed his hair, and stepped outside. Fraggerty was waiting for him.
Fraggerty was a big, fat man with bulldog jowls and perpetual blossoms of sweat beneath his meaty arms. Midsummer, dead or winter, he had him. Hey, Fraggerty said. You work here or what? Not anymore, Larry said. Pay me up. What? You heard me, fat ass. Pay me up. Hey, don't get tough about it. All right. Glad to see you, Hike. Five minutes later, Larry was leaving the burger joint a $50 check in his pocket. He said aloud, Job number 17. The brainstorm had struck him right when he came out of the restroom. He'd go see Mooney. He and Mooney had been great friends once, before all that money and a new way of living had carried Mooney back and forth to Houston and numerous jet spots around the country and overseas. Maybe Mooney could give him a connection, an in, as it was called in the business.